there's so much emphasis on competing, but then afterwards there's just nothing. Hello and welcome to the Freedom with Nicole podcast. I'm Nicole Steffens and I'm a female entrepreneur with a couple of gyms and I just love helping people improve their lives. So this podcast is all about equipping and empowering young people to create freedom in all areas of their lives. So let's go. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast today. And today we get to interview Miss Sophie Grace. You can find her on Instagram at Miss Sophie Grace. Check her stuff out. She is a personal trainer, sports nutritionist, an online coach, and a competition prep coach as well, as well as a mindset um, advocate working out of Fittest Fuck Gym in Brisbane and Human Performance Center Gym on the Gold Coast. She's obsessed with all things health wellness, nutrition, and her main goals in life is to empower women and help them find their true strength, strength of their minds, strength of their body, and strength of their emotional and physical well-being as well. So let's get straight into it. Sophie, I am pumped to have you on the podcast. Hear about your story. You have just the most amazing energy and vibes. <laughs> Thank um, you. So people feel really warm around you. That's good. Um, so I can't wait to hear more about how you got to where you are now. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. <laughs> That's okay. So in your words, tell us about you and where you started. First of all, what was your childhood like? Um, I was raised by my dad. Yeah. So I was really sporty and always like, on his little like his little sidekick I loved just being next to my dad Um, but I think it definitely kind of shaped me into who I am today because I didn't have a really big family or I didn't have a mum and things like that so um yeah and that's kind of how I got into sports he would just like throw me into sports and you know try and keep me busy and try and you know have something to relate to I think yeah um and yeah I just loved it ever since then it was really good yeah nice and then as you went through your life, was, was sports always a common trend? And when did you get into fitness modeling and personal training? Um, it was a really common trend. I used to always do little athletics and stuff yeah. like that. And then when I finished school, I was like, oh, there's nothing. I'm not doing anything. I'm just working. Yeah. And I was looking for something. Mm-hmm. And just to keep me active and because it's been such a big part of my life. Yeah. And so then um, for my 18th birthday, my dad bought me a gym membership. Yeah. And got That's me a, the best birthday present I ever. I know, isn't yeah. that cool? We should do more of that. I reckon it's really good. Um, and then bought me some PT sessions yeah. and I just fell in love with it. Yeah. Um, I'd always been like a team sport kind of girl and it was nice to have no one to rely on and it was just you and if you didn't go, you, like, you were the person that like had to get the benefits or not get the benefits, yeah. you know? You were the accountable um, one. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I just started really loving the way that my body was changing and just the, the mental strength that it took yeah. to get through the workouts and go to the gym and all of that stuff. Um, and then after a couple of years, cause I did that for a while after a couple of years, I was spending so much time at the gym yeah. and I was thinking, why am I not making a career out of this? You know, like I love being around Such people. A good question to ask yourself. Yeah. And I thought well, if I didn't get paid, to be here like would I still be here would I be what would I do with my day if money wasn't an issue yes and my first thing was I'd go for a walk along the water and I'd go to the gym and I was like well that's what you got to do with your life yeah so then I just started PTing and um yeah I just I loved it I think my personality I'm such a people person and I feed off energy and I like giving energy I can tell that (laughs) yeah (laughs) and um yeah it just kind of fit right in and then with my kind of sporty background it was just a match made in heaven yeah nice yeah and when did you know that it was fitness modeling that you wanted to pursue and really help women with yeah it wasn't until a few years ago I had always told myself that I wanted to compete 
Um, I had a few girlfriends that had done it, and I was like, "This is so cool." Yeah. And I and tried. So amazing. Yeah, and I want to have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want the, the glitz and glam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I tried a couple of times, and yeah. I failed. Mm-hmm. And then I turned thirty. Yeah. And I thought, "What are you doing? Like, you've never had abs, and you've never stuck to a diet, and yeah. you've never actually." pushed yourself to the absolute limit and given it all you've got yeah if you're not going to do it now what when are you going to do it yeah and so I turned 30 I was like yep cool I'm going to do it got myself a coach who was a really good friend of mine and then um I just fell in love with it yeah and it wasn't so much the glitz and the glamour and stuff it was more the structure and um just the routine and the discipline and and having to be in the gym even if you're tired and even if you know all of that stuff was really motivating and inspiring yeah, to me excuses. that's right yeah and it, it it taught me a lot about myself as well what I could go through and what I could push myself to do yeah um and then when I finished my first season there was just nothing yeah. like I started eating normally again and I just didn't have any support and I didn't I had no vision and no goal and I didn't know what I know what I wanted to do yeah and I thought there must be so many people that go through this post comp is just so hard mm-hmm. and there's just no there's there's so much emphasis on competing and comp prep and all of that but then afterwards there's just nothing yeah and I wanted to help other people go through that and then I thought well I might just you know see if I can start coaching and I went and got my ISSN and then that's been my life ever since and yeah. I'm just I'm so happy good on you yeah and I can see and feel that happiness and what I really loved about that story is the conscious questions that you really asked yourself mm. you were fully like you fully like thought about like hey well what am I gonna do with my life now mm. there must be more and I think those key questions that if more people could ask themselves more of those great questions every day in our life mm. how different could our life be because it just allows us to just change the trajectory of where we were going Mm. and imagine if you didn't ask yourself those questions I think the biggest questions that we don't ask ourselves enough is what would your perfect day look like if money wasn't an issue and you didn't have to go to work what would you be doing and how can you change your life now to have more of those things in your day-to-day so that you're living your best life yeah and what would you do if you didn't have fear? Mm-hmm. And what if you weren't scared to take that next step? Or what do people think of me? And well, you know, what about if this doesn't work? Like, what would you do? And if you take fear out of it, because we control our own fear, yeah. right? Yeah. And so if you took it out of it, what would you be doing? Yeah. Go do it. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you. Yeah, thanks. So, so on your journey, what would you say one or two of your biggest challenges have been? Um... I think definitely through comp prep, learning how to um, realize that people don't understand it. Yeah. And you're going to lose friends. Yeah, wow. And that's really hard. Um, People that you thought were going to be in your life, you know, for the rest of your life, they don't invite you to dinners anymore and they don't invite you out partying and stuff because you can't go. Yeah. And sometimes they're the things that are holding you together. And even relationships, you know, sometimes you're in a relationship and you think that you're giving 50-50 but then when you're in comp prep and you're depleted and you're tired and you've got nothing to give and that person isn't stepping up to the mark yeah. or they're not filling in the extra percent that's needed to make it work. Yeah. So many people that I know break up during comp prep. Yeah. And I've it's, heard about that too. It's such a big percentage and it's just because you, you realize I've got a bit more self-worth now and I can do all of these things. 
I need a bit more help from you. Yeah. And sometimes people can't or are not willing to yeah. or it's just not who they are. So, yeah, that's definitely a big thing, I think, and it, it was a big learning curve for me to try and to realise that. I'm still learning. Yeah. Like we never I, stop learning. Totally. Every day I learn something new. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. It's so <laughs> exciting. Every day you wake up, you're like, oh, It is. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I think something that I've learned recently, which has been really scary, is um, that I'm such a planner. Like, I yeah. like to have a general outline of what my day looks like, what my week looks like, where I'm going. That's one of the things you loved about comp prep too, is you love the routine. The routine, yeah. yeah. And like as much as I hated doing it, I knew exactly like what I was eating, what I was training. It was so regimented. Yeah. And I don't really have a plan right now. And it really messed me up for a while. Oh, wow. And I was like, I don't know where I'm going to live and I don't know where I'm going to work and I don't know what my business is going to look like in a year. But then I had this little talk to myself and I was like, well... The fact that you don't have a plan leaves so many doors open and so many opportunities yeah. that any somebody could walk in my door tomorrow and change my life like that. Yeah. Just like Kelly Rose did, you know? Yeah. I met her one day and now she's my closest friend. We're going into business together. Like she has just changed my whole life wow. and my how, whole outlook. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's exciting, you that know? It is. And how good did you meet her? I met Kel two years ago. We actually did a photo shoot for a um, clothing line called Apex Gen, which is totally centered around mental health awareness. And because obviously she's an amputee and she's Mm -hmm. such a great athlete. Um, She was there and I was there and we just kind of um, connected. And then maybe six months later, I was talking to her and I was like, you should think about competing. Yeah. She was like, no, 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 I'm never going to do that. Next minute, she's a pro. And yeah, she's <laughs> exceptional. Yeah, yeah she's amazing. Yeah, she's yeah, she's a very strong woman. Um, for such a young woman as well, yeah. she's only nineteen, oh, wow. and she's gone through so much. Yeah, I thought she was older. Yeah, <laughs> she holds herself older. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but now you know, meeting her and she likes finding new ways to do exercises, and so do I. And we want to help people, but not just help people like really help people that need the help yeah and so then I mean I've just been thinking about you know working with people with disabilities and amputees and just really kind of focusing on on that and her being there and just yeah it's, it's I'm so excited about it yeah I can tell like when you speak about it yeah it's such a passion of yours and it intrigued you mm. as well and um that would be such a service to provide to yeah. help those people because again like you said like once you start training your self-worth increases and your ability to believe what you can do increases just from physically changing and strengthening your body. Yeah. The mind starts changing and then you work on your mind. Anything's possible. Totally. Yeah. That's the biggest thing about coaching comp prep as well is that I don't care about if they win trophies and yeah. how good their skin folds are. It's how much they change yeah. and how confident they get. And my girls start talking on their Instagrams and they start putting up photos yes. and taking selfies and their self-worth is increasing and they're learning and evolving and growing through the process Mm -hmm. and that is the best thing that's why I'm a coach yeah good Mm -hmm. on you yeah thanks and you spoke so much about like routine and self-discipline and even you said you got to 30 and you were like man I don't have abs what am I going to do so for someone who is struggling to get that self-discipline to get the result they want physically or even mentally Mm. both take discipline um what advice would you give someone Struggling to start up, I mean, it's always going to be hard to start something. Yeah. The first time you do something is always scary. Yeah. Um, the first time you learn to walk is scary, you know, and you, you just because you fall down doesn't mean that you don't try again. 
um, you know, I've never ridden a motorbike and yeah. I, you know, I'm sure I'd be so terrified to ride a motorbike, but I did, if I just continued to do it, I'd be great at it. I'm sure. Um, it's exactly the same with fitness. You've just got to put enough energy into knowing that it's not going to happen straight away and it's going to be scary, but everybody starts where we start at yeah. the very beginning. Like I entered the gym for the first time. I stepped on stage for the first time once upon a time and now I could do it with my eyes closed. Yeah. Um, and if you have something that you're really good at, like playing the piano or, I don't know, folding clothes or whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. and you don't think about doing it or how am I going to do it, you just do it. Mm. And that's the same with starting your fitness journey. Yeah. And it's just about having the strength to take that first step. Yeah. I fully believe that too yeah and you see that with so many girls that will message you know the gym and it's like oh i've been wanting to come down for ages or message you guys for ages but i've been so nervous mm. and once they just get started and they start you know just three sessions a week and they start doing that and they build up yeah all of a sudden in 12 months you don't even recognize the nervous girl that was nearly almost not going to walk yeah in. and for me like that's so empowering from a trainer's perspective to help yeah. people like transition and transform their life like that definitely so i get that fully yeah for someone who is feeling self-conscious to walk into a gym mm. um and they you know they're not sure about messaging the gym that they've seen on instagram to go for a free session or messaging yourself um to get a personal training session mm. what advice would you give that girl the only person who's going to miss out from you not messaging is you yeah wow and that's like big hey yeah yeah because the PLC doesn't, the gym doesn't know if you're interested and I don't know if you're interested or thought about messaging me and there's no, I mean, it's so cliche to say, but there's no harm in asking yeah. and if you don't ask, the answer's always going to be no yeah. and the only person who misses out is you. Yeah. Like, and when have you ever asked for something that someone's bitten your head off? Like, what are we actually scared of? Like, yeah. just ask for coffee at the cafe, that's easy enough. Totally. Why can't we go ask the gym? when when and how can I start yeah yeah and if you don't try something or try everything how are you going to know if it's for you or not I yeah. mean you could sign up at a yoga studio and realize I don't really like yoga and you could go do spin and realize I don't do spin or crossfit or whatever yeah. it is that you you know feel like you want to try but if you never try it you're never going to know yeah and um, you could find that it's the one thing that brings you happiness and that aligns with like what you want your body to do and your mindset and everything. So yeah, it's I, all such a fear-based thing. Yeah. And we're so scared about what people think about us when really everybody's got their own thing going on. Yeah. And we're so busy thinking about ourselves. We're probably not thinking about you. I tell exactly. people, people that all the time when they come into the gym and it's because it's group training at yeah. PLC. And they're like, oh, but people will look at me. I'm like, everyone's so worried about themselves and dying themselves. Mm-hmm. The they're not even looking at you. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> even in normal gyms when you just put your headphones in, everyone's yeah. like, focused on doing their thing. I know. I sometimes used to get um, really nervous about going to new gyms. I'm just going to turn this back on. It was just turned off. The, you know, the camera said. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It's out of... Um, I'm just going to leave it. We've got enough footage anyway. Okay. It's out of memory. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, people are so scared about walking into new gyms because they're worried about everybody looking at them. Yeah. But I think that most people are just worried about themselves. Yeah. Everybody's in the gym for a reason because they want to better themselves. So there's obviously some sort of insecurities that they have or something that they're trying to work on. I don't think that they really mind seeing you working out. And yeah. I mean, I saw a meme a while ago and it was like, you know, the person who is 
100 kilos overweight or the person who has one leg or yeah. the person who's in comp prep, they've all got their own journeys and just applaud them for being there yeah. and doing something about it instead of, you know, thinking bad thoughts or whatever. Judging or Ju- totally. or whatever. Yeah. 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 I agree because some people like, um, like I know that this happens in the fitness industry that I guess bigger girls will feel scared of walking to the gym because what about, what are the skinnier girls going to say? Mm. But the fact that whoever cares what weight you are like or what experience you have in a gym, the fact that you're there, it doesn't matter what you're looking like or feeling like on that day. Yep. Who cares that you're there, you're doing it, you're doing something good for yourself yeah. and you're empowering yourself. And it's not just the bigger people either. Like I remember when I was a week out from comp and I was training and I felt so confident to walk in the gym and then two weeks later I was post-comp and I was scared to walk in that same gym because I thought everyone's going to see how much I've changed in that last two weeks. Yeah, right, because obviously you don't look like what you look like on stage. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I wasn't, you know, absolutely shredded anymore and so I was nervous and I was like, oh, everyone's going to be looking at me thinking, oh, look how much weight she's put on. But really I was still tiny. Yeah. And it's, it's everybody goes through it. And I yeah. think we think that everybody has everything together. Nobody has anything together. Yeah. And yeah. I've, that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned in the last year is that I used to like see these people on Instagram and put them on these pedestals. And then if you start talking to them or become friends with them, they're exactly the same. Yeah, I found that out too. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody doesn't have their shit together. Yeah. And that's what kind of makes us all relatable. Yeah. And, and human. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. And um, I found that out with more podcasting I did as well. Because um, I get to podcast some really exceptional ladies like yourself. And I was like, wow, we all have the same internal mindset struggles. Like, yeah. And we all go through the same ups and downs of life or business or yeah. relationships. And Totally. Yeah, it's, it's so true. But that's good because then we can get behind each other and help each other too. Mm-hmm. So for a person that is wanting to go into fitness modeling, what's the biggest piece of advice you could give them? I think that people see um, like body sculpting and fitness modeling as a sort of like a challenge. So if yeah. I can start this challenge and I'm going to get this lean by the end of it, that's all I need to do. Um, I think that we need to realize that it is sport yes. and there is so much uncomfortableness that needs to be gone through before you can get to the good parts. Yeah. Um, and so you need to realize that you will put your life on hold. And I don't think people do understand that. People just sign up for comp prep and then say, oh, this is way too hard. I want to go out drinking on the weekend. Yeah. This is not what I signed up for. Yeah. It does consume your life. I think that if you can give it enough respect to know that for six months this is your life and you're going to have to put things on hold and you may lose some friends then go for it 100% yeah um definitely get a coach yes even if you are a coach even if you think you know everything in the world get a coach for um someone to keep you adherent and accountability um even someone to just bounce off it's just so important to have somebody but also somebody who's on your team yes like who has yeah totally and has an interest in what you're doing and how you're training and how you're tracking I think that that's really a big thing because if you don't feel like you've got somebody who understands it can be very lonely yeah I get that um and yeah you, you can't go out and you can't do things and so you start to think why am I doing this and this isn't worth it and yeah. it is really hard um but apart from that I mean the mindset that you get and the self-worth is just it's so incredible that it's definitely something I would suggest yeah 
but just realize that it's not easy. Yeah, and I'm glad that you're real about that and that it, that it is challenging mm. um, and that it is a sport and you have to be an athlete and look what athletes give to their sport. Mm. It's a career, it's full-time, it's not this hobby they do on weekends. Yeah. Um, you know, elite professional athletes don't just play their game on Saturday or Sunday. You know, yeah. it's the same with fitness modeling. You can't slack off on the weekend and do it well Monday to Friday. Yeah. And I once um, decided I was going to compete and wanted to go on a comp prep. But then I didn't, like, I totally didn't realize how much it was going to take away from other things in my life. But I had all these business stuff going on mm. and um, a couple more gyms that I wanted to open. And I couldn't make space couldn't. for both of these big things in my life. Yeah. Um, so it is, it's a true thing that yeah. it's going to be a full focus for you. Yeah. And it is really hard to have other things that are going on. And mm. like, if you're trying to build a business, I yeah. definitely wouldn't suggest going into yeah. prep at all. Yeah. You need your mental life. Yeah. <laughs> You need some clarity and you're not going to get it towards the end. And, you know, you're going to have to spend a few hours in the gym every day and it does take a lot. Um, And if you start a comp prep and you don't end up getting up on stage, that doesn't mean that it's all for nothing because you will still learn and evolve. And And get further than where you were when you started. 100%. Which is a win. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And even in your fitness journey, you know, I have girls that start with me and then, you know, they are training once or twice a week. And then within eight weeks, they're like, oh, I only made the gym four times this week and I feel so bad I didn't get my last session in. Yeah. And I say to them, but you went four times. Yeah. Eight weeks ago, you were only going twice. Like, yeah. let's look at the positives and not and how much you've changed. And yeah. I think that that's important too, that you will learn and grow through the process no matter how short it is. Yeah. I love your perspective on that and that all of your clients must be so lucky to have you have you the coach. <laughs> That you are so empowering because there's this game, there's this saying that uh, losers keep losing and winners keep winning. So if we can keep our clients winning and feeling like they're winning, like mm. you said, well, look how far you've come in eight weeks, you're doing four a week. Mm. Who cares if you miss that five? If we can keep people winning, they're going to keep on winning and leveling up and growing. But then if we just be hard on ourselves or the people around us, like, man, you missed out that fifth, se- fifth session, why even bother? Like, what's that yeah. going to do to yourself? Because we say that to ourselves, though. Yeah. Like, would you say that to a friend? No, it's great they went four times, but we say that to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a fork in the road that you, like, either way you can go when that situation comes to you. Yeah. And you can say, look, it's not good enough. You should have got your fifth session in. Yeah. That's not going to help them. It's not going to help my relationship with them. Yeah. And it's just going to confirm the negative self-talk that they have in their head. Yeah. And I know because I beat myself up about that Mm. stuff. And I need someone to say to me... You look how far you've come. You've did yeah. four sessions this week. Yeah. And so it's such a fork in the road. But I think to take the positive and empowering route is always going to be better. Long term especially. Yeah, for yeah. them and for me. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm giving them something that they probably needed. Yeah. And I know that I respond well to that as well. So, yeah, I think trying to always be empowering and stuff. I mean, some people might think that, oh, she's so fake and she's so yeah. bubbly and everything. And I get that a lot. But if I can help people by just being me, and I'm yeah. always like this, yeah. like I'm just always so on. <laughs> I can tell. And so if I'm just going to keep doing my thing because if there's 10 people and I help two of them, then yeah. I'm just going to keep doing it because yeah. it's worth it. 100%. 100%. So for your current training and stuff now, what does that look like? Um, so I'm in my off season. I'm still trying to balance out my hormones and my metabolism. 
um, I was in a really big deficit yeah. and I had to work really hard at the end because I just had so much muscle and I just looked really big on stage. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to reboot myself, trying to find a bit of balance. Yeah. And so I'm still training five days a week. I'm not doing any sort of cardio, but for my mental state, I like to walk. It's yeah. just my thing. I listen to podcasts. Yes. I listen to music. I write lists, like thoughts and lists in my head. Um, Do you have a favorite podcast? I actually, I loved Serial. Oh, I've never heard of that one. Oh, it's by, um, it's an American podcast by the guys who drew This American Life. Yeah, right. And it's based around um, a murder of a teenage girl in America. Yeah. And it's just the most compelling, amazing podcast. Yeah, right. Um, I love like true crime stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then I also love this podcast called um, My Dad Wrote a Porno. Oh, wow. And it's by these guys in the UK. And this guy found this book that his dad had written. His dad's like mid-60s and he's trying to write a porno. Oh, my goodness. So, like a book porno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And so like every... Yeah. <laughs> but his dad is so vanilla. Yeah. And so him and his mates like read a chapter every day, every week. It's so funny. And so if I just need to just switch off or yeah. just have a good laugh, I listen to that. But I love inspirational podcasts and motivation and mental health stuff as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because I'm driving so much, it, it's really good. It gives me that time. I drive so much as well and I love just putting in a podcast. Or yeah. yeah, it's really good. I love learning things like that I would never normally learn, like um, Stuff You Should Know is a good podcast and it just dives into you know things that you should know about the world like how do telephones work yeah and how do planes fly like yeah. that stuff and, I just and they're talking about that on the podcast yeah that's awesome yeah it's cool i love that and your next goals what does that look like you know you spoke about a new business with kelly but say next five even ten years i don't know how far ahead you oh like my gosh think? where do you see yourself yeah it's so hard because i i normally have kind of what I want my life to look like planned out and I don't really have that right now yeah and like I said before it's it's nice and it's refreshing because I can basically do anything I have any way I can go it's scary yeah um I would love to compete again I really want to compete um in the IFBB or the WBFF yeah um I think that it's bodybuilding yeah. and I built my body to have so much muscle and I was so uncomfortable for so long I'm not just going to throw it away and so I want to go somewhere that is, it's rewarded. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to do that purely because I want to push myself. I want to be a good inspiration and motivation for my girls that I'm coaching. Um, and I love the sport. Yeah. Um, I really just want to keep helping people. Um, I don't know if that's comprep coaching or just coaching in general or personal training or helping people with disabilities or whatever it is. I just want to leave this world knowing that I've helped and I've left it a better place a bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, eventually, you know, buy a house and have a business and just be really happy and surrounded by good people. Yeah, I love that. And um, that's basically, I love that you said to be surrounded by good people because like relationships around us, having good quality relationships around us really can make our lives so much greater mm-hmm. or not. <laughs> Definitely. Especially when you're in business and you're competing, you've got to have amazing supportive empowering people around you oh yeah, yeah definitely yeah i love that and um quick question like because this podcast is called freedom with nicole what is freedom to you Ooh. i think having the oh it's a big question it I is know, a big I question I you about this no <laughs> um 
<laughs> I think being able to make decisions without fear. Yeah. And knowing that no matter what happens, you're supported. Yeah. That gives us a good sense of freedom. Um, I think ending the day knowing that you can look at what happened during the day as a lesson or a blessing mm. is is a sense of freedom. Yeah. And knowing that there is a lesson in everything. And yeah, surrounding yourself with good people and, and knowing that you've someone's always got your back and and you can Because that allows you to fly, right? Yeah. Which, which is freedom because when you know you've got that support and that foundation. Yeah, it doesn't matter you, if you fall. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can have the balls to yeah. jump. Yeah, and, and take fly. those risks. Yeah. And follow your dreams. Yeah, I think that's yeah. probably what it is. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna start asking everyone that question now yeah i like um, that it was an idea i had two days ago i was like i need to ask everyone what their definition of freedom is that is and very cool i'm going to start doing it on a little podcast from now on and just to see what everyone's different and don't warn them yeah no, i should oh i shouldn't yeah don't don't tell them that yeah. it's coming yeah and then i'll just be like in the spot like, yeah like you <laughs> well thank you so much sophie for being on the podcast oh, today thank you for having me i've loved hearing about your story and just your wise words of wise words of wisdom you know <laughs> um, yeah, and just maybe we'll like say high energy and inspiring words of wisdom that's what I felt like it was oh thank um, you so thank you so much and keep just helping people and changing the world and I can't wait to see you on stage next thank you so much babe you keep doing what you're doing too it's amazing oh thank you yeah thanks babe cool.